Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Ah, and here we are. Hello and welcome everyone to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. Ah, well, we bring you this show each week for the purpose of <clears throat> awakening souls, developing intuition, and fulfilling purpose. We're so happy to have you all joining us for this episode. Imagine that. Restoring your power of imagination to live the miracle. Yes, and, I'm imagining it right now. <laughs> oh, yes. And this is episode number 12. I cannot believe we've been doing this for three months already. I feel so much older. <laughs> <laughs> I could make a comment about that, but I won't. Do you realize that imagination is be- the beginning of everything we do in life? Imagine that. After all, whether we are drawing stick figures or building skyscrapers, planning a birthday party, or a multinational business, seeking out our life partner, or pursuing our dream career. It all begins the moment we begin to, guess what? Imagine. That's right. Imagine it. Without imagination, we wouldn't have a world or a life in it. Many people, however, imagine that they don't have much of an imagination. But even that requires imagination. To imagine that one doesn't have much of an imagination, isn't it just as easy to imagine that you have a great imagination as it is to imagine that you don't have much of one? In fact, notice right now all that you are imagining. That could be a lot. (laughs) That could be, did I change the laundry loads? Did I turn the stove off before logging in? Uh, It could be, is my boss going to catch me listening to the show today? (laughs) (laughs) Those are all imagination. Hopefully your boss is listening to this show. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great for the imagination? Last week on our show, we explored mental images. Pictures we form in our mind, both consciously and unconsciously. Michael gave the example that when someone asks you, what kind of car do you have? You immediately are looking at an image of your car in your mind. I gave the example that if I said, don't think of a pink elephant. (laughs) There's a pink elephant in the room now. Yeah, you'd all be seeing an image of a pink elephant when before I mentioned the pink elephant, an image of a pink elephant was probably not in the forefront of your mind unless you're waking up from a real bender from last night. (laughs) Uh, There's nothing we can see, hear, taste, smell, or feel that we don't immediately see an image of even if we may not always be conscious of exactly that image or what that image might look like. The minute you hear green, you would see the color green in some fashion. No two of you may see the exact shade of green, but you'll see some image of green unless you had never heard of green and had no idea what the word meant. Yet, 
even if you had no idea of what a word means, you probably still imagine something in response to what you experienced when someone said the word green. Each and every one of us is constantly imaging or imagining, which just means we are making image or images in our mind and seeing them. Consider little children anywhere in the world. They all have great imaginations. We all start off our incarnated life with free and wonderful imaginations. I remember when I was six years old, I used to imagine while talking to my quartz rocks friends I picked up around the yard that they would talk back to me. And I did this to entertain myself. I also used to imagine being an adult and being in charge of my life from a very, very young age if I was not happy. And I did this to make myself happier. And actually, I had an image of what that was like. I talked about my spiritual experience in the first episode where I got to experience for three days after this incredible dream I had being an adult. So I could actually imagine it mm. in my mind because I had experienced it. Yes, and how you were going to be when you got to where you are now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what happens to our imagination? What limits our ability to imagine? And more importantly, how do we restore our inner creative power of imagining any and all possibilities. You know, Raphael was talking about when she was a kid and a couple other things that she was imagining. Well, adults around me when I was growing up said I had a great imagination. And when I told that story to Raphael the other day, she said, well, you still are a kid. <laughs> and you still have a great imagination. And that's part of what makes you a great teacher. Yeah. It's they they said I had a great imagination because they watched me when I was a kid talk to everything from crawdads to Japanese beetles to praying mantises, guinea pigs and hamsters, whatever little critter. I didn't get to have a dog or a cat when I was growing up. So um you know I, I found critters. And the critters were my friends. So I'd communicate with them. And the thing is, I didn't think of it as I had great imagination because I wasn't imagining it in the regular sense of what people think of imagining things. Because when, when the adults told me that I had a great imagination, what I can see them talking about was that it wasn't real. As making it all up. But that's not my experience. When I was talking to those crawdads, I, I had a name for each one. They were each different. Just like you and I and Raphael and everybody are different. It's you learn to recognize, oh, this is this is a certain being. This is a live sentient person of some sort. I even experienced that with the quartz, rose quartz rocks. Exactly. There was some kind of what we would call now energy there that I sensed. And it's alive 
whether it's a tree or a rock or an animal or a human. And so those of us who are much more sensitive and and before we start to limit that, uh, how do we limit that? Yes, with our imagination. Yeah, just like Raphael was saying earlier, we could imagine that we're not very imaginative, not very creative, whatever, or we could imagine we are. That's where everything starts. And so when I was talking to these creatures, I was having a conversation. It wasn't one way. It was a two-way conversation. And it's not any different for me than, let's say, I speak English, but I don't speak uh, French. So if I'm talking to somebody in, you know, who only speaks French, well, I had few French classes, so I know a little bit, but no, not a real conversation if I depended on the language. I would have to learn French before I can have a real conversation. But there's been many times I've had great conversations. One time, uh, one of my students from Colombia wanted to introduce me to her older sister, who was also, uh, she was a medium, she was very, very psychic, but she only spoke uh, Spanish. And I didn't speak, you know, I had like two or three words in Spanish. So she said, well, she wants you to come over to dinner, and she'll cook us dinner, and I'll be the interpreter, so you guys can have a conversation. I said, that would be great. So we start, and right at the beginning, uh, my students interpreting. You know, her sister uh, speaks in Spanish. She interprets it for me in English and vice versa. But before we caught on, her sister and I were speaking in our own language. You know, I was speaking English and her, she was speaking Spanish, and we were having this wonderful conversation. And my student was sitting there going, after a while, she goes, well, are you aware you guys are talking and neither of you are speaking the other person's language? And we laughed because her sister's images were so clear and my images were so clear to her, we didn't need the verbal language. We understood if we might have not been able to make a transcript, accurate transcript of what words we said in each other's languages, but we were able to communicate because we saw each other's pictures. And only once in a while during that entire evening did we have to turn to our, uh, she to her sister, me to my student to translate certain words because it wasn't quite clear. Probably good for the uh, listeners to know that this woman, Michael, was communicating with and her sister both were very, very psychic. Yeah. And so when you start having that, and most of you have had at least some of those experiences with someone you're in very good communication, especially psychic communication with, where you know what they're going to say before they say it. That's telepathy. And, and you get it. And then... It takes you longer to say it than for you to understand the whole thing and go, oh, yeah, okay. And then the other person goes, wait a minute, I didn't 
get to say what I wanted to say yet. I already got it. <laughs> so this would be called the language of spirit. And so then the problem is where people decide to div- divide. This happens from, you know, we get trained, all the kids get trained, not only at home, but in school, especially to divide up imagination into imagination that's called real and imagination that's called unreal or imaginary. And what happens is imaginary becomes relegated to that which is not real. And real is not imaginary. But everything, everything in life, we imagine, don't we? For example, you know, you could imagine uh, that the chair, most people will imagine the chair they're sitting on is real. That's not imaginary. I'm sitting on it. I feel it. I see it. I can touch it. I can carry it around. It's real. But a lot of people, if I said, oh, yeah, there goes your uh, sister who died, you know, 10 years ago across the living room. And they'll think that's imaginary unless they, they recognize that's, oh, that's true. Well, one time there are four of us sitting in our living room, uh, two of our guests and Raphael and myself, and the guests were not, they, don't, they didn't think they were psychic or anything like that. And we're just having a good conversation after dinner and everything. And our cat at the time, Magic, she was an incredible astral out-of-body traveler. So we know, Raviana and I knew, it's, uh, uh, she, she was sleeping on the bed upstairs, right? And, but all four of us see Magic sauntering into the living room, seemingly out of nowhere, and she's crossing the living room, goes under the coffee table, heads for our guests because she's interested in our guests. And one of our guests, a woman, says, oh, that must be your black and white uh, tuxedo cat magic, right? That you've spoken so much of. And I said, yeah. And she goes, and then magic kind of disappears. And she goes, she looks under the table. She looks all over the room. She goes, where did she go? Where, where is she hiding? Where did she go? And I said, oh, um, she's like that. And she goes, I mean, I, I saw her right here, and then it's like she disappeared. I said, yeah, and that was what you saw was magic in spirit out of her body. She's sleeping upstairs on our bed. And she goes, no, 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 I saw her. And I said, yeah, we did too. We all saw her. She's really great, isn't she? But she has spirit. She started coming. She was wanting to check you out, but... Then she decided to go somewhere else, so she's not here anymore. And this poor woman was besides herself. She couldn't understand it. She was freaking out because to her, it's either she imagined the whole thing, in which case she's kind of suspect. You know, she might be a little bit not all there. <laughs> oh, she's seeing things, right? And she's not right there. And But... She doesn't realize. Again, she divided. That's imaginary. 
But this was real. I saw her. And so it took us a little bit to calm her down. But she never can accept that we all saw her as spirit. You don't see that stuff that's not real. That's just your imagination. And just to prove to her, I went upstairs I picked up Magic, who was sleeping, and brought her downstairs and showed her. <laughs> this is Magic's been on the on the bed for the last two hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so what's real? What's real? And what's imagined? Everything is imagined. At least you can get at that anything you see in the world, your computer, your phone, your chair you're sitting on, it's been imagined by someone first. And then created sometimes by a group of someone else's. Yeah, and every step of the way required imagination. The person, when you first imagine something, you're imagining the purpose, right? Oh, I sure would like to sit on something besides the floor. And you imagine something, and then somebody says, oh, that's a great idea, and they happen to be a furniture builder or a woodworker or an engineer or something, and they come up with a design, actual workable design on how to make this thing. And then somebody who can actually build it by hand says, okay, tell me what you like, and I'll make it for you. They require imagination. How many inches, how, how many legs, how many, you know, what do you use, all that kind of stuff. So every step of the way, it's imagined until... It's called what we call real. Mm, We're coming up on our first break already, and we will be taking phone calls today at 1-888-346-9141. When we come back, we'll continue exploring our imagination, what happened to some of it, and how to restore our power of imagination to live the miracle. See you in a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info 
at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're discussing restoring your power of imagination to live the miracle. And Michael, what holds people up from having power in their imagination? Ah, well, what's the power in your imagination? It's being able to imagine possibilities. Being able to imagine beyond the limits you're living under. And that's also how you limit your imagination, is you imagine limits. If you look at right now, as you're sitting there, and those of you who've been on our show before, go ahead and just imagine grounding. Imagine that tree trunk. Those of you who's, who are new to our show, just close your eyes, sit comfortably in that imagined chair <laughs> that somebody built. Um, imagine this giant tree trunk, like a giant redwood tree trunk that you're sitting on, and it goes all the way down to the center of the earth, and it anchors into the center of the earth, and the part you're sitting on goes a little bit into your body, and right above the tip of your tailbone is the first chakra, the energy center, that has to do with self-preservation. And just imagine that energy center connected. You can imagine a little disk of energy connected to that tree trunk. Ah, you just imagined your grounding. If you like to be more grounded in life, grounded on this earth, ah, imagine this grounding cord. And once you imagine it and decided to make it so, this is not quite, that tree trunk isn't as solid as a red tree trunk that you go into the forest and touch with your hands, physical hands. But guess what? Most of you, once you do that, you'll notice, oh yeah, you start calming down more. It's a little more relaxed. Ah, you're more grounded. Ah, it works. So is that just imaginary? Like, your imaginary, you know, friends when you were kids that you talked to and had a two-way conversation with, is that imaginary in the same way as the grounding cord is imaginary? 
it works. Uh-huh. So if something actually has an effect on you in this world, as you imagine it, is that imaginary and not real, or is it imagined reality? Okay? Everything here is imagined reality. So don't separate. That's the very crux of losing our power of imagination and use of it for positive healing means is to imagine that certain things are imaginary and therefore not real, and other things are real, therefore not imaginary. No, it's one. Everything is one in spirit. And imagination is what we use to express our creativity, our inner creativity here in this world. Speaking, writing, dancing, making a business, making a chair, anything. It can also happen when you're worrying and agonizing over things and putting your energy into those thoughts. Then you lose your power of imagination because you're putting your imagination into powerlessness. When you're worried, you're worried not because you know you're powerful, you know you can handle anything. No, you're worried when you feel like you can't handle it. I don't know what to do. I don't know if this is going to work. I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm going to make it even. Yes, we know someone who's looking for a house in our little town right now. And he discovered listening to this show that he puts a lot of his power into worrying about not being able to do that. So starting to discuss and talk about well, what's possible for you, what what would you like, and start to think about that and change that to from worrying to actually what you actually want to create. Yes, before you could worry, which is using your imagination to worry and, and give up your power of it, you learn that you have, you, you imagine limits. And where did you get those limits? Oh, I mean, there's not a child who hasn't heard, oh, that's just your imagination. That's not real. Oh, there's no monsters under your bed. But mom, <laughs> the monster's gnawing on my legs and it feels weird. <laughs> ah, and so uh, the monster's chewing on your ear now. Well, where people get scared is, well, crazy people say things like that. They imagine things that's not really happening. So imagination can be used both ways. It can be used to create on a fantasy level. Whenever you fantasize something, you're definitely using your imagination, but you're not using the power of the imagination for you. You're using it against you. You're giving it away, saying, oh, I wish I can have that, but oh, no, that's never going to happen. It sort of gets thrown out into a future time that you never catch up with. Yeah, and you think it's fantasy because you know it's not real. Oh, I'm just imagining, blah, blah, blah. It's just a fantasy. But that's different than someone imagining almost maybe the exact same thing. I can do this. And once they imagine, I can do this, and they keep on imagining they are doing it, sooner or later, they will accomplish it. It's just a matter of time. So that's the power of imagination, as well as limiting imagination and giving up imagination. So as you're grounded, 
And as you're, we're going to take some callers now, as you're listening to us communicating with the callers about their imagination, about their limiting it, and so forth, and how to expand it, imagine, ah, what you notice, you imagine into limits in your life, and just imagine an image of a rose in front of you, and then just imagine putting those limits in the rose, it's all energy, it's all imagine, put it in the rose, and then imagine exploding that rose and completely making that all back to just energy, usable energy again, that you could use imagining something that's going to help you instead of something that's going to cause you more suffering. Now, when you go to explode that rose, it's not an act of violence. In fact, you can make it fun, like, um, you know, those beautiful fireworks on the 4th of July. When you explode the rose, it just becomes all these colors, and then it just all kind of fades out, and the energy just goes back to where it came from. Just like in any explosion, only you're doing this strictly with energy. Yes. So, let's go to California with Sue. We love you. Hello, Hello, Sue. Hi. I have a couple of questions. Thank you for your lovely show. I've been listening a lot. Um, Thank you. I wanted to ask about dreams, uh, where I have had vivid dreams where it kind of fits in with what you were saying this time and previous time, when there's no language, there's Absolutely, this is with my husband, who we uh, ended up separating about mm-hmm. two years ago. Yes. And the dreams are so, like you say, so real and yes. so connected. So mm-hmm. I'm having, I'm wondering, because it's, uh, wondering, uh, I see the gap between that level of connection that is so yes. pure, so serene, so seamless, Yes. No language, no interpretation, no expectation, no judgment. I mean, it's exactly. all of it. And there's this connection that's yes. very felt and very real. And well, then there's Sue, between that me, and the physical plane of yes. uh, <laughs> exactly. all the stuff that's between it, including a lot of karmic um, okay, so Sue, uh, notice you you just really answered all your questions yourself. I'm right with you because what you're experiencing, that dream you had, is not a regular dream dream. It's a dream, it's, it's still, you can consider a dream, but it's you as spirit, as a soul, going out of a body. You know, all, we all do that every night when we go to sleep. The body's in bed and sleeping, but we as consciousness and as spirit leave the body and we do all kinds of great things. And what you were, quote, dreaming in those really vivid dreams, they're actually more real than everyday real life because you're so much closer to who you really are in spirit then when you're in the body with all the distractions of this world. And so that gets diminished quite a bit for almost everybody who's incarnated here as spirit. And then when they get out of the body, whether they get out of the body by going into deep sleep or in a very, very deep meditation and they have an out-of-body experience or a near-death experience, which we'll talk about next week. But 
when you're out like that, you have so much more awareness that's always there, but you don't notice it from all the distractions on the sensory perception level in the physical. And when you're there with your husband, your ex-husband or your separated husband uh, uh, in spirit, you're getting to experience why you were both of you were drawn to each other in the first place. This is much more the real connection, you say, the real relationship that the two of you have had for a long time in spirit, for lifetimes after lifetimes. And the reason you came together in this lifetime to be married is because of that. But like you said, exactly what you said, in that space of spirit-to-spirit communication and relationship, there's no judgments, there's no expectations, there's no hang-ups on that level. It's just love. It's just communication. And it's just being able to be yourselves as the being that you are and communicate and relate with each other. But once you come into the body, one of the things that you do is what you created what you imagined in other previous lifetimes when you were together. And there's incomplete cycles of this imagination. We call it karma. Because when you imagine, you know, when you want something really badly, whether it's a negative thing or a positive thing, when you want it, you put a lot of your creative power into it. And if you don't get it or you feel like you never got it, then... um, You hold on to it. And then let's say you die in that lifetime, but you never die as spirit. You keep on going on. Your life continues. So you carry that karmic imprint within you and that desire that was never completed with you. And then you come back. And if it's with a particular person, with a particular soul, you come back together and you go at it again. And then it seems to reenact unless you start to really become aware. And this dream, these dreams that you've had with your ex-husband, it's great for you because you get to see the truth of the matter. And, and regardless of whether you get back together or not, it's, that's, you know, uh, good parts depended upon him as well and, and where he's at. So, it's something that you need to really be able to let let it be as it is. and But for yourself, know that, oh, you're freeing yourself. You're completing the karmic cycles with him, with or without being with him physically. And so this is a very, very good thing for your spiritual growth. That's correct. And, and the karmic cycles Michael's talking about really has to do with forgiving one another. That's ultimately the solution to karma. So we work as spirit 24-7. We work in the body with all our pictures and things that we're trying to work out with one another. And then we go out on the spirit planes when we sleep at night and we continue to work. So obviously there's a pure relationship going on there um, at the at the core, but that the two of you have chosen each other to put one another through, let's say, difficulties so that you both learn to forgive one another and finish that karma and be able to come back to that oneness with each other, even if you're not together. You have anything else to say, Michael? No. Thanks for calling, uh, Sue. 
Uh, I hope that helps. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're very, You're very welcome. welcome. Yeah, I hope we have a whole episode on dreams and times to come. We will, because yeah. That's one of my areas of interest and, and actual actually expertise um, because I am such an epic dreamer. Michael doesn't dream so much, but when he does, it's pretty profound. Well, we've got a second break coming right up, and we wanted to let you know of our upcoming seminar weekend in the Los Angeles area, actually in Calabasas, if you know where that is. It's on May 5 and 6. Michael will teach two in-depth all-day seminars on many of the topics we're touching upon on this particular show. So on Saturday, May 5, it's going to be Imagine That. Use your imagination and clairvoyance to transform your life, and it'll be in-depth. On Sunday, it's Be Inspired, Live by Intuition to Fulfill Your Destiny. As an extra bonus, we'll be in Santa Monica on Monday, May 7th to host a special screening of the PGS movie, that is PGS, Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System, with the director of the movie, Bill Bennett, and producer Jennifer Clough. Michael and Bill will also conduct the inspiring and insightful Q&A immediately following the screening. Please, please tell your friends and family in that area, in the L.A. area, of this golden opportunity to catch an amazing film. It's a great film. Yes. For more info, go to the the movie site, pgsthemovie.com. Just type those in or go to our Facebook pages for posts on the screening. Be sure to visit our website, michaeltamura.com. It's our new website, and check out our events and calendar for all the details. When we return, we will continue our exploration of Imagine That, restoring your power of imagination to live the miracle. See you in a couple of minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to live the life of inner peace that you deserve. Tune in every week for Sacred Exploration with host Lisa Tremont Oda. You can discover the you that has been kept hidden all this time. Show off your personal gifts to the world. Lisa and her guests will combine health and spirituality to bring you the experience that you've been waiting for. You'll enjoy this journey every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's sure to be a nourishing experience. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. 
Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Oh, it's so good to have you back. And welcome to those of you just joining us. Our topic today is Imagine That. Restoring Your Power of Imagination to Live the Miracle. Well, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier about worrying. I was worried about that. (laughs) We have a little funny saying about that. Um, You know, before we're born, we set up our lifetimes with our guides to, to be the most efficient in giving us our lessons and teaching and so on and so forth. So I liken it to filling out a job application. Um, You know, you check the things that you're good at. And instead of checking uh, what, what some of you did, who were huge worriers, and you practiced the practice of worrying and looking at all those worry pictures all the time, you accidentally checked the, the box that said, you wanted to be a warrior when you should have checked the box that said you were supposed to be a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that goes to tell, show you, you have to have, before you incarnate, you have to use your spell check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Now, how many of you are still grounded? And notice, how many of you, when I said the term grounded, that you're grounded or not, uh, <laughs> the image, your imagination brings up the image of you're grounded. <laughs> go back to your room, you're grounded. Or you can't, you can't go out and play, you're grounded, or things like that. So that's one of the difficulties. When we have words that conjure up images in our mind, these are the pictures in our mind, that's related, that's associated with certain words. And even though when I say, oh, are you still grounded? It's a completely neutral and it's a beneficial uh, tool, imaginary tool to use, psychic tool, is to have that, imagine that redwood tree trunk you're sitting on and just check. That's checking in your imagination Because you could use your imagination to imagine what's there already, what's already been imagined. Or you could use your imagination to create something different, something new. Or you could use your imagination, like Raphael was mentioning, about worrying. You can... That's something new. If you weren't worrying before, somebody says something and gives you bad news or something, and and you start worrying. That's imagining something that's not there into more and more existence. And you feel it, you become the effect of it, all kinds of stuff. So right now, as you imagine, just close your eyes and imagine you're sitting on that tree trunk going down to the center of the earth. And imagine... You're letting go of worries. Imagine that you could easily, without any effort, no concentration, no uh, trying, no anything. Just imagine, I'm letting it go. I'm letting go any worry energy that I've kept 
within myself carrying around. I'm just going to let it drain off, just fall off of me, fall down the grounding cord. And then just imagine what worry energy looks like to you. To me, a lot of times, it's different for each person in different situations, but a lot of times it kind of looks a little grayish, you know, bluish, grayish, kind of, and whitish energies that just not very pleasant. But, ah, it's like snow, just fine snow falling. And it's just worry is falling out from inside of you, down your grounding cord, into the center of the earth, and the earth just recycles it back to regular energy, reusable, recycling. Give yourself a deep breath and imagine you're bringing in a golden sun, beautiful golden sun of life force energy. Just like the sun up in the sky, you know, gives life to plants and and humans, everything, just gives a lot of life force energy, prana. Just imagine that life force energy in the form of golden sun coming into your top of your head and filling up your whole body from the inside and overflowing into your aura. And notice, ah, many of you would feel a little bit different. Feel a little more energy. Feel a little calmer. Feel a little bit more at peace. Just imagine being aware in the center of your head. Now, would you imagine an image of a rose, whether it's a red rose, green rose, purple rose, yellow rose, just imagine one right in front of your face, and then just go, ah, nice, I imagined that. Now, imagine, okay, you're done with looking at that, so you're going to imagine it exploding, and just, it's back to energy, it's gone. That's how simple it is. When you recognize, I imagined it, now I can imagine it, gone. Okay? So this is what you can start to use to start to let go of the limitations that you've been holding on to in your mind, thinking, I can't do that. Or, oh, that's really difficult. And really empowering that picture. Yeah. And really going, uh, I don't have time for it. It's all, every judgment is imagined. So when you come across a judgment against yourself or others, just imagine, oh yeah, I imagine that. I could imagine it disappearing. I could imagine it going poof and gone. And letting it go. Letting it go. And then bringing some new life force in with that gold sun. In fact, those of you who had trouble letting go of things in your life, you're imagining you can't. You're imagining holding on. And now you have to imagine let go. Yep, just changing the way you think and changing the way you direct your thoughts in a way. So we do have another caller here. We have several, actually. Yeah. Uh, we're going to uh, call on Debbie in Illinois. Hello, Michael and Raphael. Oh, I'm so Hello excited. There. <laughs> Yay. Thank so you. Thank you're you. In. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I won't go into a lot of details. I'm sure that you'll be able to pick up on it. The main thing is, in 1996 and 97, I received two very strong messages in my dream state, uh, very specific, very uh, detailed, uh, and they were to start a learning center. Mm-hmm. And I had a very successful business at the time, which I sold because I thought, oh, I'm going to have 
I'm going to do this immediately. <laughs> well, yes. much time has passed, and uh, many lessons have been learned, and awakening has occurred, and that sort of thing. But yes. all of a sudden, and and uh, I, I do want to say, at times, I thought it was just my imagination. I thought that I just is this crazy or what? But uh, I kept getting messages, you know. Uh, basically build it and they will come and yes. different yes. different messages. Anyway, yes. long story short, a property has uh, presented itself to me very recently and it fits the exact image that I was given back in 96 mm-hmm. and 97. <laughs> I'm very, very excited about this. Yes. Um, but how do I imagine and manifest the money for this? Well, exactly the same way you've been working at it all along. And notice, you know, this is very important for everybody to hear that in spirit, it's eternal. There's no time. There's no Mm -hmm. sequence. And so when we get guidance, inner guidance from spirit, okay, build it now. It's, It's always now. (laughs) <laughs> that's where people get confused and that's where you start thinking you were crazy or, you know, you just imagine it and it's not real. But because sometimes it takes time and and it's very correct. When you said during that time it took where it's not happening, it's not happening, it's not happening, you had to go through your lessons. You had to mm-hmm. wake up. You had to learn a lot of things for you to get to this point where you can actually have a physical property manifest. Now, the next step presents itself. You have to learn to be able to have that, to really recognize that you're worthy of it, that the value that you bring to the table, bring to this world from within you as spirit is huge. And you can see, you can see, oh, if I... I'm able to successfully do this learning center, it's going to help so many people, right? Yes. And so, exactly. so the value is there, but you see the value in what this learning center can give everybody, but you don't quite see. You're only like 50% in seeing the value that you bring, the value of your worth, if you will, as a soul. And even the value of this project and how, how it's helping you grow. Uh, it's, it's basically what your guides have um, presented to you as your path. You've taken the challenge, so to speak. And one of the things that's very difficult at times is remembering that there is an unfoldment process. So right now, the job that you have is to let go of all the images that says you can't create the money because you haven't yet. Yes. And, and so really practice the grounding and, and running the energy, being in the center of your head, and then put that image of the rose and just start to put in any time, day or night, any time you get fear, worries, uh, what if I can't come up with the money? How am I going to? I don't know how to come up with the money. Just put it all in the rows. And then instead, in the same meditation, after you do that, imagine. You could just imagine, since you already see the property, imagine you owning it, you having mm-hmm. it, you being able to use it for the purpose you're there. Because the money's not the issue. It's you being able to have that property and 
be able to manifest this learning center. If you can, the money, whatever personnel, whatever you need, resources will start to come in. That's the thing that a lot of people get confused about. They get hung up on how to get it, but it's not about the how. The imagination and how spirit creates is it just creates, and then it, like Raphael said, unfolds, and the money's there, this there, that, and each step comes as it's needed. So continue to follow your intuition and follow that guidance and just go here, do this, do that, even if it doesn't make sense sometimes, and mm-hmm. it'll all start to unfold. And remember, this is the story that you created in order to have um, to have your lessons this lifetime. It's an exciting story. Just think of yourself as the hero in that story. So right. thank you very much for calling, Debbie. Our show oh, thank you so end. much. Bless both yeah. of your hearts. Thank you. thank you. You're very welcome. Good luck. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Well, it's getting to be that time again. Time flies. Yes, time flies when you're having fun. We're coming to the end of this episode of Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael tomorrow. Remember, coming up Friday, April 27th, this is 2018, by the way, in case you're listening later, Friday, April 27th through Sunday, April 29th, we have a booth, number 328, at the New Living Expo, which is taking place at the San Mateo Convention Center in the San Francisco Bay Area. There'll be all kinds of amazing speakers, including our friends James Van Prague, Danian Brinkley, Norm Sheely, along with Carolyn Carolyn Mace, David Wilcock, who I can hardly wait to hear, and so many others. Tons of booths with all kinds of goodies, products, and services as well. Michael will even give a short talk at 5 p.m. on Friday, as well as will be on the Q&A panel with Bill Bennett and others after the special screening of Bill's remarkable PGS uh, film, garnering rave reviews everywhere it's been screened about how we came to realize that intuition is our personal guidance system. For all the information on the expo, go to newlivingexpo.com. I'm sure you can spell all those words, (laughs) newlivingexpo.com. Please tell your friends about our Living the Miracle radio show. Uh, Let them, let's see, let them know that if they missed the live show on Wednesdays, they can go to our show page on voiceamerica.com, Empowerment Channel, where you are right now, online, and listen to any of our past shows from the archives. We hope to see all of you and many of your friends and family around the world next Wednesday, April 25, for our episode. This is going to be an exciting one, Three Deaths and No Funerals. Lessons on Living the Miracle. You get to hear about three of the five times that Michael physically died and returned, as well as some of my experience being on this particular adventure for the past 14 years. One hour won't be anywhere enough time, but you'll get a good glimpse into our miraculous journey. Until then, live joyfully, use your imagination, and follow your intuition. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.